So you're up in New York, and then you got basically banished from the region. He said, get the hell out of here, David. You're causing too much trouble. Go down to Florida. What? No? <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> oh, that's what Elon told me. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Like, I did not talk to Elon about this. Full disclosure. Him. That's a joke. Uh, anyway, so you did get sent down to Florida. Why? What happened? Who did you piss uh, off? Basically, <laughs> uh, no, every, it was... It was, it was uh, it's because you were so love. good. It was... It was out of need, definitely. <laughs> but the, uh, no, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, I was part of delivery team, and then there, uh, and I might have mentioned this in a previous video, or, but I was part of the delivery team, and the, uh, there's this role called asset light uh, that I that I saw uh, internally, and I had no idea what it was, and so I called my buddy Brandon in uh, Palo Alto, and. It turned out it was kind of the, uh, that, that role is kind of the Johnny Appleseed of Tesla. It's the, it's the person that goes into a region to uh, develop a market presence. So it's kind of um, a precursor to brick and mortar locations. I'm not even kidding. Today is Johnny Appleseed Day. It's really the best, we, best we, analogy. It's so kind of like, oh, look at that. Oh, oh my God. God, look at that smoke. We obviously need That's some poetic. more some electric, was really electric garbage Superchargers. <laughs> Construction vehicles. With diesel soot yeah. behind it. Anyway, so you were, so you were the Johnny Appleseed. For yeah, so one basically, of, there were, I think there were two retail locations in Florida at the time, and they were both in the Miami area. So... They sent me down and outside of Florida, or outside of Miami, at that time, if you wanted to see or drive a Tesla, it was it was just me, an iPad, and a car. Uh, they gave me a P85 Model S, and it was kind of just, just door to door. I'd sign people in in their kitchen. Yeah, inside sales uh, would book the test drives, uh, and I had a map of Florida <laughs> in my study in my house, and I, uh, literally like plotted out. There are no superchargers when I first came down, so I strategically picked Sarasota because it split the Gulf. So I could shoot down to Naples if I needed to. I could shoot up to North Tampa, Temple Terrace. And uh, I thank you greatly for that. Uh, <laughs> you've, you've created a great, uh, we have a supercharger here. We have a great uh, community of Tesla, Tesla drivers. How far we Even come. a service center now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's really awesome. The, it's, it's, really, it's really cool to think is when I came down, in 2013, there, there are like two Tesla retail locations, and now there are, I forget the exact count, but like over 15, right? I mean, in Florida. In Florida, in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. That's so. I mean, that's astounding. Uh, the the amount of growth. So it's it's been really awesome. There were no superchargers. Now there, now we're standing at a 20 stall yeah, supercharger. We can, we can get a better view and here. What's really cool is I was at the the ribbon cutting for the first supercharger in Florida, which is hilarious. Because back then, they used to do, it was such a big deal when a supercharger opened, they'd do a, they'd have like ribbon cutting, and people would bring their Model S's from far and wide, and it, there was media there, and it's just so funny that now, supercharger openings have become so frequent that it doesn't really, I don't say it doesn't warrant it, because each, each, super, each, each supercharger location is a huge victory, and a huge advancement, but it, they're happening so rapidly, the deployment so rapidly, you, you can't have a media event at each one. It just, it'd be like whack-a-mole, you know? Yeah. So, um, uh, and now we're, we're hearing that there's gonna be a V3 supercharger in Clearwater, which is super awesome. So that's another first for Florida. 
and uh, which is super super exciting. So it's really it's really crazy to think that in 2013 um, there's all this pageantry and fanfare for one yeah. supercharger. It's also funny because you know you, you, you the, obviously you mentioned Johnny Appleseed, but it's really like you know this is a good location. They obviously, you picked it for a reason for Tesla. It's a good market for Tesla, but there's a it's a pretty mature there's a pretty big market for Tesla's it seems like there's a lot of Tesla sales here yes. and I wonder how much of that is because it was like where you set down shop early on and you, you know you had that time now for a word to get out for people to see the store for years for people to sort of slowly hear you know see more and more and I wonder how much like if you did that in another location Clearwater whatever you know another spot how much that might have stimulated the market and then you know led to a supercharger which stimulated the market more led to a service center which we just got which stimulates the market more mm -hmm. uh, so I wonder how much that you know Johnny Appleseed activity like if you had if, if Tesla had the ability to do that with like a hundred times more what the result would have been <laughs> correct yeah because yeah. well the things that we learned about Tesla is um, is primary one it's education people need um, once you have the information of, of what the product is and what it's capable of, it's, it's a no-brainer. Most, most of the objections that people have to, uh, to adopting electrification or Tesla is based on misinformation. They, don't, they, they have preconceived notions that are, that are inaccurate, and we have to address those and, and uh, say, oh, well, actually, what we found is this. And then people go, oh, I always thought it was this. And, yeah. and that was what was holding them back. And so, yeah. yeah, so you have education, one, and then two, uh, pure, pure influencer is the other thing. So when, when uh, Bob at the office is like, oh, yeah, I got Tesla, you got to get one, you know? So, uh, mm -hmm. so uh, we're starting seeing that, or Bob down the block has got one. Then all of a sudden, you start seeing more Teslas in the, in the driveways because um, that pure influencer at the country club, that, the, yeah. they're like, how do you like it, Bob? Oh, my God, it is great. You got to get one. Well, one, yeah. one more uh, after this construction truck yeah, excuse me one, one more <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, uh, aftershock <laughs> and what, what was it so when you planted up when you planted here you started going door to door what was the uh, kind of what was the reaction was there was there much there was like any knowledge of tesla was there any fud circling at that the time first, um well there's always fud has always been there um <laughs> The, the initial people, what they did, what Inside Sales did, were, were um, they basically email blasted people who had ever that hit the website and, and were interested in, in a test drive, and they just didn't have that capability in this region. So basically, they reached out to those people and said, "Hey, uh, we do have t we have test drive capability in your in your region now, and um, and uh, and that's how we started uh, booking them." So you didn't really, you weren't, you weren't dealing with the public really. You were dealing with early interested. Uh, yeah, I mean, innovators. I still do a lot of guerrilla um, marketing activity. Like I just parked the car like a pimp, like on a sidewalk, <laughs> just so people would have to basically trip over the thing. And I'd be signing people up for test drives on the iPad. Like I'd go to the marina in St. Pete's. And so was it a similar Jazz. like oh wow for everyone back then as it is now, or was it a different oh wow? Was it like a was there anything different about 2013? Uh... I think, I think, yeah. Uh, I think now it's, I've heard about Tesla and then when they experience it, mm -hmm. that's where the oh wow is. Mm -hmm. Where they're like, oh, I've heard about it. 
but then even hearing about it has not prepared them to 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 experiencing yeah, it. Yeah. Where back then they had they had not heard about it, yeah. and so it was like, what's this? And I I called it the um, in the you know with the Model S, the original Model S was just rear wheel drive, and the front trunk was much more lar- yeah. you know larger because there wasn't that front drive unit. Yeah. So I, I I used to sit in the front trunk with my iPad <laughs> and just like wave people in to talk about the car. I called it the Framic. We use the front trunk as a hammock, uh-huh. and so I'd be uh, I'd be sitting there with my legs hanging out there, and people uh, right away, there's like there's a guy who, sitting under the yeah. the engine is yeah. in a sedan, you know. Yeah. So they would it's, they stop in their tracks right away, yeah. Um, and they'd be like, "What is this?" You know, and then I'd keep the door open. They see the screen, and that was kind of the, That's the bait. <laughs> yeah. That was like the bait <laughs> hook. Yeah, exactly. And then um, and then uh, if they. I'd, I'd say, hey, you want to take a hot lap? Uh, and they'd be like, yeah, we just do this like hot lap around the block in St. Pete's or and something. Yeah. Or if I was downtown Sarasota. <laughs> sold. Um, yeah, sold. And back then it was 4.2 seconds was the P85, which we take it for granted now. We've been so jaded. Yeah, it was zero to 60 times. But back then that was. No, that's, I mean, even crazy. now, that's even now bloody fast. fast. That's insanely it's, fast. Yeah. That's, insane and, mode is still a thing. It's still insane. Even if there's ludicrous and plaid, it's like. Yeah. It's wild. One of the things when when people when people um, were considering a Tesla, they immediately what was really fascinating was people assumed that it would be their second car. They're like, oh, this would be the car for around town. And then what what we tell them, and we found this anecdotally, we, we were like, almost immediately, the Tesla will become the primary car of the house. It will be the car that is driven the most. And um, there's also reasons. a lot of cases where someone got a Tesla, their spouse didn't necessarily want it, and then the spouse stole it very quickly, so then they had to, yeah. you know, either get another one or wait until the right time to get another one, but yeah. but uh, a lot of, you know, I think on the Tesla Motor Club, Motors Club forums, uh, I would say not unhappy, I, I think a lot of them were happy that their spouse ended up, you know, becoming an enthusiast and stealing their car, but at the same time, it's like, I want my car back, or I can't wait to get a Tesla because yeah. my, my wife stole mine or something. <laughs> like, did, I, did I tell you that, that story about Kirby, one, uh, an owner down here, where he's one of my um, uh, first, um, one of my first drives, and he, um, he got a white 85, and it was going to be to take his um, wife out to dinner, you know, uh. and stuff, <laughs> and he had, a, he had a Corvette Grand Sport. That he like tuned to over 200 miles an hour. I think it was a beast. This Corvette that he had. So the Corvette was going to be his fun car, and yeah. then um, and then the Model S would be for his wife because it was big and safe and go out to dinner and thing like that. Things like that. Um, and what he immediately what we what we found with families is there's this kind of friendly war of the roses that begins with the couples with there's in a one Tesla home oh, yeah. where he was starting to set his alarm like an hour earlier yes. in the morning <laughs> so and then he would leave <laughs> so he would leave and then she'd be like you took the Tesla again oh I was you up know? earlier you didn't... yeah 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 so he, just, so he would take the Tesla to um you know to uh you know volleyball practice or whatever he did in his retired life and um and so he traded in his Corvette Grand Sport for a P85D when they came out um in the P85D yeah no, I mean this is obviously a thing already in the multi Tesla households but it's definitely growing with the Model 3 now too you see a lot of households popping with a couple of Model 3's because it's all of a sudden like you know a whole 
huge another bracket of people can yeah. can do that. And we Kirby had a model a performance model three yeah. recently. Yeah, and I mean I saw someone well this guy Dennis on Twitter um, from California sort of active in this in this Twitter scene and on Tesla scene, really nice guy. He's he posted something about um, you know about these multi-Tesla households popping up and and there was like someone had had a picture of like four 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 Teslas in the household I think and so you had a driveway with four Teslas there it's like it's it's happening obviously in some places but then you think about the Model Y coming and the pickup coming and so many people are just they want the crossover they want to pick up so there's going to be really a huge growth in Tesla only families I think when those models hit the yeah hit the, the because what's really fascinating with, particularly with the, with Model S, and now we're seeing with Model 3, is that people were switching vehicle genres. Yeah. So we get trade-ins for like, for Model S, we get trade-ins for like, in extreme cases like Hummers. Yeah. You know? And, um, but you would see necessarily, yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's not a Hummer, that's, that's a one of those artificial uh, sound noisemakers at electric vehicles. But, uh, so you see these um, people would be trading in this this um, spectrum of different kinds of cars. It was so funny when I when I first started at Tesla, um, the um, you know I flew out to to Palo Alto for for training just to, to illustrate how the how the mindset had changed. And there was one Model S one marketing Model S, like in the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, one, like one existence. And back then you had, it was a $5,000 deposit. That's crazy. And you would had, back then, this is obviously cha had changed, but you had to put down the deposit to even drive it. Wow. And um, so, uh, and people were driving from like Boston to, to, to spend a half hour in a car that they put $5,000 on they'd wow. never seen. So, um, <laughs> but there was this, this a festival, it's called Live Green Connecticut. And um, it was on a Saturday, and I was on the delivery team, but I was helping, um, it was like my, I just joined Tesla, and it was be my first solo drive in a Model S, um, uh, any, any given distance. It's like, it was like 45 minutes, 45 miles outside of New York City. And there were, it was on a Saturday, and they had, they had executive meetings trying to decide whether this one car should go, should, should go. And it was like top level Tesla people, it was about such, one car, one region. It was such an asset. I mean, I think it was been like 105 or something. Uh -huh. And um, it was a silver Model S, I remember, uh, 85. But so let's sort of do a kind of fast forward. 2013, 14, 15, what, uh, any, any crazy stories that popped out in those years sort of you know ramping up model s production and demand that the stock market obviously exploded the stock price exploded uh for yeah Tesla. that was hilarious because um you know in the summer when i started with tesla the stock it was like mid 20s like 20 high five on that foresight starting right at the <laughs> yeah <laughs> right at I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't. I knew nothing about stock. I still know very little. All I know about stock is that I have a, a lot of Tesla stock that they gave me. So, and that, gave you um, at a very low price. Yeah, it's it's really nice. And um, and yeah, back then, like I've said before, we we're like it might be like fifty dollars one day. Like that would be crazy. Can you imagine? It might yeah. like that. Doubling. And the fact that it's um, uh, like eight, time, eight times eight times more now is is ridiculous. And um, so people are like, oh, this stock is is 
he's really hurt. And I'm like, no, it's not, not, yeah. not, not me. It's That's like, good. from my perspective, it's looking it's pretty great. good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and it's still in its infancy. Yeah. You know, not, I, this is not stock advice, but if, if you extrapolate, people, I mean, back then, never, no one, if you had said, oh, the stock's going to be over $200 in 2012, people that, would have thought that would be super, would insane. Much like that would be an said, ARK Invest kind of fringe uh, estimate, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. They'd be like, that's nuts. Just as if back then, and Elon famously said, um, yeah. you know, who of you five years ago would have said that there were this many Teslas on the road? He said this on a call. Uh, he's like, I'm going I'm to say none, none of you. Yeah. He's like, so I would think twice before you doubt what, what, what Tesla's capable of. Production so. ramped up in 2013, sales start ramping up. Mm-hmm. Here, oh, here, here, yeah. here uh, I imagine it, it, did it start to get like steady or was it a, a continuous growth phase for you here? What, what was it like going like 2013 to, when was the X? Uh, X was 2015. Then to 15. Yeah. So 2013 so, um, to 15 or so. Yeah, the, um, the uh, I would say funny, if you talk about funny stories from 13 going into 14. So I, I moved down here end of July. So, and so I trained in Dania Beach, which is a between, uh, which is like basically Fort Lauderdale. And then I and then uh, came up here. My wife and I still hadn't found a place. So we were actually squatting in my uh, in-laws condo. Um, they're snowbirds, so they weren't there. So and stood there and I was working with inside sales to do drives and I would just kind of strategically plot out like okay like how long does it take to get there how long does it do the drive and then I would in their living room or kitchen on the iPad we'd design the car and order it and um, I used to think how many people I was I knew the cars were amazing I knew that they were going to change the world I really I truly believe that like uh, I knew it was going to be a huge, massive hit, uh, but the sales numbers they were talking about, which I did, which I, which I, I met and, and, and exceeded, um, I was like, wow, I, I wonder who, who will buy these cars. But then, if you if you find a, if you do a nice little trick, if you go on Google Earth and just go to the coast of the Gulf Coast and just scroll down, it's just thousands and thousands and thousands of multi-million dollar homes on the ocean and all those homes have garages and all those garages have cars in them and um so it's just a matter of um reaching those reaching those people um astonishingly that wasn't our primary demographic um but uh we had we had school teachers we had had a, a couple that they were retired school teachers they drove two priuses they traded them both in uh, for one Model S, but the inside sales people, this is a, a funny story. I might, I might have said this before. I don't know. Um, I got an email. Um, uh, Dave, Dave, who's the head of uh, marketing for the region at the time, uh, he was an old school Tesla guy from the Roadster days. Um, I was at the gym really late at night, which was novel for me to be able to go to the gym. <laughs> I, was, I was very proud of myself. And then um, I got an email, and it said, "Hey, just so you know." We sent an email blast out. Oh, because what what uh, what started happening was I was going door to door, and then we decided there was a, a, a service center in Tampa, and there still is the one on 301. Um, it's kind of a legacy location. They said, hey, you know what? We're gonna just have everyone come to that location. And you can operate out of there. So kind of, kind of um, hunker down into a brick and mortar location, uh, and you can just do sales out of the service center, and, and people will pilgrimage up there you know our drive from here so people and people were doing it people were come from naples orlando it's actually incredible how far people were going to come to to drive um and so i started doing them out of 
out of Tampa. So I drive up to Tampa every day. So I drive, I have one test drive car that I, that I was my daily driver. So I drive up there, drive around all day, drive back. And, um, but anyway, so Dave, Dave sends this, um, this email out. He's like, hey, just so you know, we, we sent this email blast out to like thousands of people in the area that had expressed interest in driving Model S. I'm like, okay. I scroll down and it's like, Tesla, I'm kind of paraphrasing something, Tesla store now open in Tampa. Come on, come on down and drive Model S today or something. I'm like, hmm, I wonder how this will go. <laughs> I, show, I show up the next day and there is a line oh of people out of the service center and the service concierge are just trying to like, oh. <laughs> accommodate them.